Hey, you made it. There are so many things going on in the world today. You need to celebrate the fact that you took a moment to stop and listen to the Word of God through this Heavenly Vision podcast. I'm sure God's going to speak to you in a way that will bless you. So let's get into it. So I want you guys to go with me to uh, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 through 9. And I believe that God has given me a word for you guys. I, I really believe that. Man, I've been studying and even getting help from, uh, you know, reaching out to Kena and reaching out to Bishop. Like, hey, you know, they like, they keep telling me, you got this. You got this, bro. You good. But let's read. It says in verse 8, but you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. May God bless the reader and hearer of the word in Jesus' name. Uh, you guys could take me down a little bit because I know I'm kind of loud. Yeah. You know, I got kind of kind of a heavy voice, but not too much. Um, so, I, as I look at this text, I raise the question up, what's the delay? That is my question for you guys. I got this, I got this statement that I want to make. Many of us believe that God has been in delayed in blessing. Like he's miscalcul- miscalculated and his timing was off, right? That's what, that's what a lot of us really believe, that God has miscalculated in timing the promises that we are supposed to have. I'm going to put that quotation on there, okay? So, let's continue. As we go back and look at, um, look at 2 Peter in chapter 3, verse 8, this is one, it's a few things that stick out to me in this verse, right? And one thing that sticks out to me is that I recognize that Peter emphasizes that we must not forget this one thing. Everybody say this one thing. Because I want y'all to understand that there is something that Peter is really pointing out that we must not forget about God. Okay? I really want you guys to get this. So, there is this one thing that Peter do not want us to forget. You can tell that it is important because the way it was stated. Why is that? He tells us in the scripture that we should not forget this. Another version says this. This is a fact about God that we shouldn't forget. A fact. You guys know what facts are, right? That means a true statement. For for some of us that don't know, I'm sure we all do. We all all intelligent up here. We all men and women of God. Amen. Um, So, that true statement. And what might that be, right? That with God, a day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. And for some reason, I wasn't even going to really talk about this at first in, my, in, my, uh, in me coming forth. But the Lord, the Holy Spirit kept priming me to go back to this. He kept pushing me like, no, you're, you're missing that. You're missing the point. Keep looking at that. There's something in there that you're missing. And I'm like, okay. So I kept reading it. And I'm like, man telling Keenan, like, bro, it's something, I know, bro, like, 
kingdom of God is telling me something. I, I just ain't came to me yet. So I'm praying. But this is what God shows me, right? Have you guys, are you guys even able to wrap your mind around the fact that with one day, with God, it's like a thousand years? Can anybody wrap their mind around that? Okay, me neither. Oh, so we in the same club. Cool. <laughs> I'm not alone. Okay, so let's, let's go to this. Let's go to these points. This is a fact about God, who he is. Okay? When, when Peter makes a statement that with God, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like, is like a day, this is a fact about God. Okay? This scripture in so many words is explaining God's character and who he is and even how he operates. Okay? So Peter emphasizes on this scripture to broaden this true statement about God that we must not forget. As we read the scripture, Peter is saying that Peter is saying we must understand God is not confined by time or space. And that's what we like to do. Right? We might we like to confine God by time and space because when we want him, we want him to do what we want, right? On our timing, right? We he like but he has a perfect timing that he has set and or, orchestrated before you were even born. Correct? Because he said, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. So everything, he already put in alignment for you to get at a perfect timing. So that's one thing we got to understand. Excuse me. Let's continue. So if God operates outside of time and space, we can look at God as his own personal time machine, right? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, how many of y'all watch Back to the Future? Nobody in here watched Back to the Future, really? Really? Okay, so y'all going to leave me? Okay, I see a few people, all right. So, Back to the Future, right? And any time that they had a time machine, right, that the time machine malfunctioned, any time, and they would get stuck in that time period, correct? Okay, so let's look at this. Look at this. This is what the Holy Spirit gave me, because it wasn't me. God said... The Holy Spirit said, God is like a time machine with no malfunctions. With no malfunctions. So, he can go in your past. He can go in your present. He can go in your future without no malfunctions. Without anything causing him to be stuck there in that moment. Okay? So, when he says that, yes, I know your life. He really know your life. He already seen what you was about to do. But he's sent diversions to steer you away from that but like you like no God I want this I want this God I want him God I want her God no that's not who I have for you okay <laughs> that's not who I have for you I got somebody better for you you know so another thing that the Holy Spirit uh, pointed out is regardless of our perspective of how late we feel God is remember I want to point that word out, perspective, because we have our own perspective about God that we have not come in alignment with, with his perspective. That regardless of our own perspective on how late we feel God is, he can still deliver in the right timing exactly what we need it. Amen? Yes. True in fact, it may seem slow to us, but that is our own perspective again. And because he operates outside of time, He's already seen that the promise has been given to us at a proper time and that he has set for our life. 
This fact about God is showing us that he is not one to concern himself with time. See, like us, we concern ourselves with time. Oh, shoot, I'm late for work, girl. Okay, I feel you. I understand that. Oh, girl, when he showing up? Mm, uh, uh, what? That sound like Dee Dee? Mm. <laughs> Amen. But no, seriously, we, we, we concern ourselves with our time, and Let somebody speak a prophetic word into your life. Let's, let's make it personal. Let somebody speak a prophetic word into your life. And then you up there like, I thought it was coming. Like, did you even see God in that? Like, seriously. Like, we're, we're looking for God to operate when we want him to. And, that, and that's where we're wrong at. That's why this series is called Ways, because we got to learn his ways, not our ways. Come on. So, let's continue, because I want to get y'all out of here on time. Amen? All right. So, Peter pointed this out to us, because as people of God, we have a problem with placing God on our time schedule. And when we want things done, Bob, even as I read this chapter and give and, and to give you all the backstory on it, there were people causing doubt on the people of God because of God's timing differs from theirs. There's two points from this. OK. One, as I read the chapter, I had to, you know, get the full understanding of why God was uh, why Peter was uh, sending this letter to the people of God. And as I read the chapter, it were other people surrounding them that were mentioning, uh, basically, doubting God's character and who he is, okay? So, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want to remind you, be careful of the people that surround you and that's gossiping your ear and talking to you about, I thought God was supposed to do this last year. Hold on. God didn't say it was supposed to be last year. He said he didn't give a specific time, okay? What I've, learned, what I've learned is that God don't always give a specific time on certain things that he's going to do stuff. He likes to do things when he wants to. He said he comes like a thief in the night. Nobody knows the hour, right? Nobody knows. Okay? Uh, my other point that I want to give to this is that we must understand and realize that God's timing differs from our timing. So if we're in alignment with God, we're going to be in alignment with his timing. One thing, one thing the Holy Spirit revealed to me in this is that that's why you're called to be set apart. Just because somebody else thinks that God's timing is off, that's outside of God's will or outside of the circle, doesn't mean that it's off. As long as you stay in alignment with God's will, you're going to know when things are coming for you. You're going to know when he's moving in your life because you're going to be able to see that he's going to give you spiritual sight to see those things happening for you, okay? So don't be discouraged. Don't worry. It's coming. It's just a time. You have to be patient. It's a process, okay? All right. So, let's see. God moves differently, people of God. And that's an important fact we have to understand about him. And if it is not on our timing, this right here is stating that we need to be okay with that, okay? Because he is outside of our time, okay? That's one thing we got to realize. I want you all to grasp that, that God is outside of our time. And that we must understand that he operates on his own time, not when we want him to. Okay? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Huh. Now, let me ask you this. If God was to operate when we wanted him to, would you really consider him God? No, nah, no, nah, not even like no. Uh-uh. I wouldn't, I couldn't do it. 
right? You can consider him God because, for one, he would be considered as a servant or a butler. Because, look it, as I think about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? Everybody watch that show? No, nobody can't say they didn't watch that show. I know you did. Y'all black. Amen. Um, so, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? And they had a, a butler named Jeffrey. Jeffrey, anytime that Jeffrey was called to do something for them, he would run and do it. Even when Will Smith did his crazy stuff, he would do that. He would be there to support him. God is not that, okay? Just want to remind you. God, God would not support you in your ugliness, okay? So, listen, God, God's like, hold on. I'm not going to be a butler to you, but I'm going to be the all God that I am. Okay? I'm going to be the all God that, was, that I created you. I created you. So how are you going to tell me what to do? Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like, God, like, hold on. You trying to tell me what to do? I'm the one that created you. I know what you need. I know what you want. Yes, those things are cool. But let me do this in my timing. Let me do this in my time. I have a perfect timing for you to receive these things. So let me do it on my timing. Amen? Amen. Let's keep going. So. I want you to tell your neighbor, don't forget this one thing. Okay? That's one thing. That's going to that's be our tag right there. Don't forget this one thing. Okay? Um, what I want us to see is his character of God and who he is. I know you like Minister Jerry, but how long? Listen, listen, listen. How long, God? As long as you need to. As long as you need to wait on God, wait on him. Because one thing... I got a quote from um, Stephen Furtick, right? And, and it was an amazing quote. I, I, like, I love to listen to him. One of my favorite pastors besides Bishop James Bray Taylor, of course. Um, he said, the hardest thing in waiting on God is wishing you had. And when, look, mom told me to say it again, I'll be obedient. The hardest thing in waiting on God is wishing you had. Because I know plenty of us have went through life and said, I should have waited on God. I should have waited. I need to like, you right. <laughs> Listen, because when we don't wait on God, we end up in a wreckage. We end up in a car crash, and it's like, and then we want God to save us. Jesus, like, hold on, bro. Like, you just, you just went on your own path when God said, stay left. You wanted to go right. Like, really? Okay. <laughs> That's what you want God to be, your butler. Uh, mm. Okay. Let's keep moving. God. God is timeless. He is timeless. That's one fact that he, we need to know about him. He is a timeless God. He doesn't, he's not confined by time, okay? So don't try to fit him in your little time box, your little scheduling, your planner. Ooh, God, I'm going to just, ooh, when my husband come here, ooh, wifey, wifey going to be bad right here. No, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I know I, God knows what you need. I'm telling you, he knows exactly what you want and what you need. But we must understand, grasp the idea that he is timeless. He can't fit in our time box. Even though we try, he can't fit in there. He's too big. He's too massive. Okay? All right. He does not live in a spirit of time and space as we do. He is not limited by our time frame. When we limit God to our time box, we get our feelings hurt and blame God for what has taken place at the proper time we find suitable. 
right? Because it's our perspective. It's our perspective. So we, a lot of times we like to force things. But when we force things, like, like I said, we end up in a wreckage, right? So even though we think it's suitable, we need to start seeking God even more in these moments, in this time. Even in these days, I feel like the Holy Spirit has been tugging at a lot of y'all because I know he's been tugging at me <laughs> to, to really seek him. Because there is some things that he strategically placed for you that you got to get in position for. And I've been telling Minister Keenan, Pastor Keenan this, like, God, I've been telling him, I've been like, bro, I feel like God has just been telling me to get in position. Get in position. And then Prophetess Janice prophesies over me. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, not to, not to, even, not to even lift that up, but... Like, if you get in position to where God needs you to be, to where God wants you to be, his timing is perfect. You may not seem like it is, but it is. And then when it happens for you, it's going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, God. You're going to start tripping out like, he told me, he told me. And we're going to see people back at the altar like, thank you, God. Come on. Like, let's continue to wait on God, amen? Amen. Let's continue this route. Uh. So, like I said, let's go ahead and continue this thing. Uh, tell your neighbor, don't forget this one thing. All right. So, one thing I've learned, and this has been a saying in the church, God is always on time. He may not come when you want him. Or when you need him, but he's always on time. Mm -hmm. that's a, I guess that's the old ladies in church. <laughs> but a lot of times, we don't really believe it, right? We don't really believe it. A lot of times, we don't believe that. We, we quote that saying. We quote a lot of scriptures, but a lot of times, we don't believe it. We, like Pastor Keenan, I'm sorry I keep using him, but he, he came up with some good pointers. A lot of times, he, he compared faith and trust, right? And a lot of times, we'll have the faith for God to come through with the promise, but we don't trust his character. Right? We don't trust who he is. We don't trust the abilities that he has. And that's not the, that's not the fact that we, we get in that position. But don't worry. We're going to get there. I'm going to explain it to you. Okay? So, I encourage you people of God to hold fast to this very fact about the character of God and who he is. He moves outside of time and space. Tell your neighbor again, this is something we must not forget. All right. So he's good on keeping his promises. He's good on keeping his promises. So even as we revert back to uh, Scripture 9, uh, verse 9, excuse me, verse 9, the Lord, it says, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. Mm. So this, this, this hit me. This hit me. Listen. So we as a people of God believe in our minds that God is behind schedule with his promise. In our own minds, we form negative thinking about God and his promises, or we allow people amongst us to do our thinking for us. So no, no, y'all bad. Me too. <laughs> Causing confusion within our thoughts. Now, we get confused about who God is and what he can do. 
or will it, will, will it happen for us? It also awes me that we even forget about the last time and the time that he has brought us success on our lives. Or the last time he brought you through that financial deficit. So why would God forget about you now? Why would he forget about you now? If previously and before that time and before that time and before that time and before that time, shall I keep going? He kept you out of the situations. He pulled you out. He saved you. When you called out to you, when you when you called out to God, he reached his hand down and said, I got you. Don't let go. And pulled you out that situation. But then when we get into another situation, we forget. We have amnesia. We we done lost train of thought. Like, God, I forgot what, what you did back there. But sometimes we got to go back. We have to revert back to what he did previously and know that our God is bigger than what we have now. Okay? Amen? Say, don't forget this one thing. Amen. So, even as, even as I look, a lot of us today have been worried, wondering when, when is it my time. God, haven't I really been struggling long enough? We question God on why haven't my time came yet. And so, in our minds, we start looking to blame it on God in some type of way. In some type of way, we look at the blaming on God. We may not blame it on God right away, but in some type of way, sooner or later, we look at the blaming on God. Well, God said, didn't, didn't God speak to the prophet? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, God is not delaying and releasing what you feel you need in that moment, as if he couldn't do it. I love the Amplified version, and it says, some people count his delays as slowness. Some people count it as slowness, like, like he's being slow to what he's doing. But come on, I'm going to give y'all the answers right here. Listen, some of us you are actually counting the days, minutes, seconds, and hours, how long it is taking God to bless us. Like we literally sit in there after the day that we got preached to, the word of God came to us, and we like, Days, 13 hours, and 22 seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's how long it's been. Okay, God, you, you on your way, Jesus, but that's not trusting God. When we when we looking for his time, when we're, we're, we're trying to monitor his time, we're monitoring his time, but he's God. He moves in a, in a swift moment that you can't even fathom. Like you said, <laughs> a day with him is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day, like, you can't grasp your mind around that. Okay. Let's keep moving. I see you settling with y'all. I don't need y'all amens. Amen. See, <laughs> we, want God, we want God to release his promise on us, but do we have the capacity to handle it? A lot of us want certain things in our life, and it's like, God, like, do you have the capacity to handle this? If I was to drop this on you right now, would you be able to handle this? Would you be able to deal with this? A lot of us get married prematurely. And we're not even ready for the marriage. I know I wasn't. I felt, I felt I got a woman named Dee Dee, and she's a whole lot of women. <laughs> Amen. But I bless God for it because she challenged me in a lot of areas. And she made me become the man that I am becoming today, even growing even to this very moment. Amen? So, but 
what I'm saying is that you guys, we, we're all asking God for these things. But it's like, okay, what capacity do I have to even manage this? We can ask God for money, but do we know how to financially be obedient to what's going on? Okay, we, a lot of us want a new house, but are we managing stewarding the one that we have now? Okay, a lot of us want a husband, but are we able to, are we prepping ourselves for to get that husband? Amen. So like I said, we got to have the capacity to be able to handle these things that God has given to us because he is, not, he is a good father that don't give us anything prematurely. He is a great father that makes sure that when I give this to you, you're able to handle it. You're able to take care of it with care. You're able to nurture this thing and tend to it and give it all the time that you need. So understand that God is not going to give you anything prematurely if your capacity is not fit for it. Mm. Tell your neighbor this one important thing. All right. So, <laughs> so look at so if in our own thinking we are already committing to the fact that God does not stick to his promise because of a delay that we feel is happening, what makes you think you already, you're ready for it? Because of him delaying, you believe that you're ready for it? Let's reevaluate. Let's go, let's go back and look and make sure that we're able to have that capacity, our capacity match what we're asking for. Amen? So some points. In this scripture, our thinking, one, our thinking, our thoughts causes us to believe that God is not someone we can actually trust in to do what he said he would do, okay? So this, this verse right here, it, Peter points out that some people, some people think that God is being slow to his promise as, as we think, as they think, okay? So in our minds, our minds are the ones that's having us, causing us trouble to think that God is not doing what he's going to do. Or he's not going to be on time. Or he's not going to give us the promises that we ask for. Amen. Why is that? I'll tell you. Because in Romans 8 and 7 it says that the carnal mind is hostile. Meaning, meaning that word hostile means enemy. Okay. Let me keep going. To God. It does not submit to God's law since it cannot. My God. Now when I read this. And I went to this scripture and God directed me to this. I was like, duh. Somebody hold the phone for me. Because, so you telling me that my mind is an enemy of God? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, God. I said, hold on, God. I said, hold on. So our mind literally cannot submit to God at all. Hold on. Because it's flesh. Because it's flesh. So, so if we're not aligning ourselves up with the will of God, we, we won't have the mind of God. And I'm going to give you a scripture. Ephesians 4.23 says, let the spirit change your way of thinking. That's us getting in alignment with God. Changing your way of thinking because the, your mind is already carnal. So your mind is not going to be uh, on, the, on the bandwagon with God. It's going to be against God the entire time. Telling you things like, oh, that, it's not going to happen. Your own thoughts is against you and the will of God. That's crazy. So that's why we have to make sure that we study our word. It's important. That's why we go through battle. 
go through situations and we wonder why we haven't received something because our mind is not aligning with our heart and our heart don't align with our spirit. So now we can't even get in alignment with the will of God. Because even Pastor Todd preached on that, how we get our mind and our heart and our spirit in alignment, right? Okay, so we must get those things in alignment with God. We have to study. We have to read the word of God. We have to know the character of God. All of the character of God and all who he is and his personality it's all in the Bible. It's all in the Word of God. And if you're not studying that, you have a lack of knowledge of God. You have a lack of knowledge. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing. So, like I said, in Ephesians 4.23, if you're writing that down, let the Spirit change your way of thinking. So, if we allow the Holy Spirit to change our way of thinking, we can then start to see things uh, in the sight of God is, and how he's viewing them. Then we, be, then we become in alignment with his will. When we, not, when we are not in alignment with God's will, we get frustrated because of his timing, because we feel his timing is off, right? We get frustrated with God because we feel his timing is off. And then, then we, 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 it's easy, if we're in alignment with God, it's easy for us to be okay with his timing, right? So when we're not in alignment with God, we get frustrated with God. But when we're in alignment with him, we're going to be okay. Amen? So let's start to get in alignment. All right. Tell your neighbor, don't forget this one thing. Because in our minds, we then overanalyze. How many overanalyze stuff? How many of us? Because I know I do. Like, I overanalyze situations a lot. So in our, in our minds, we like to overanalyze things. And so when we overanalyze, we, then our faith, we judge the faithfulness and character of God. Okay. And when we start to judge, judge it, it will happen for you. Judge it with that. When we start to judge that it will happen for us, we will come out of this situation or will God speak to me? Then we, we, we start to have doubt. We start to have disbelief. And we don't want that to happen. We want to continue to be in alignment with the will of God and trust in his faithfulness. Amen? Amen. So, my example. We, we even then become in a constant battle with the promises of God. And God is who, and who God is to us. Why? Because our mind still negates the fact that God will be faithful to his promise. We have yet to allow our minds to come into agreement with God's promises. So when our minds are in a battle, when we're in conflict, when we're in conflict and we can't receive the things of God, that's because our mind is in a constant battle. We're in a constant battle and we can't receive those things. And so... We negate the fact of God, who God is and the promises that he's supposed to give, deliver to us. Amen? So, if our minds are not in alignment with the things of God, we will not be able to receive the things of God. So, what we must do is get our thinking in alignment with God's promises. I'm guilty of it. Man, I'm guilty of it, I promise you. What, what God has promised for me, sometimes I get amnesia and forget how faithful. Tell your neighbor, this is something we must not forget. Now, this next, this next scripture, this next part of the scripture, it says, no, he is being patient for your sake. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He is being patient for your sake. Somebody tell your neighbor, the delay is for your sake. <laughs> she said, my sake. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Listen. This word sake means the purpose 
an interest for someone to persevere. Oh, my. Oh, Nelly. Listen, when, I, when God told me to break that word down, he said, listen, you better go break that down. I said, yes, Lord. I said, God delays certain things for you in your life because it has a purpose at a certain time and date for it to happen. He delays certain things because his interest for your life is to make sure you benefit from the promise. He will give you, he will give you, hold on, sorry. He, he will give you to, oh man, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> he will give you his delays because uh, he wants you to preserve, persevere and continue this walk. So yeah, he will give you his delays because he wants you to persevere in this walk and can't give you this thing prematurely because you may quit. Okay? Okay? So, like I said, like I said, he delays certain things for a certain purpose and time and date in your life. He delays certain things because his interest for you is to make sure you benefit from the promise. And he delays certain things because he wants you to persevere and continue this walk, and you can't give up prematurely because you, you're going through struggles. God don't want you to give up prematurely. That's why it's for our sake. Because if he was to give it to us, we'll break down. We'll be asking for God's help. Because we're not ready for it. We're not ready for it. And that's why you haven't received it yet. Okay? That's why you haven't received it yet. Tell your neighbor. This is something we must not forget. All right. God delays certain things in your life because you can bring harm to yourself and to those in the realm of your influence. Okay? This, this, this is not only for you, but it also affects other people surrounding you. Maybe your wife, your husband, your kids. Because when we make decisions and they're, tra they're hard decisions, we got to understand that we need to move with the spirit of God because he know that it won't affect anybody in the decision that we make, okay? Yes, money can be released to you. Yes, a house can be released to you. But like I said, is this the proper decision that you need to make by the spirit, according to the spirit of God? God is so patient with us. He gives us the time and grace necessary to get our act together. To mature in the areas of life that we need to mature in. He knows the time and space we need certain things. So, like I said, I, I, I just spoke about my marriage. And I, I was prematurely getting married. But I feel like I grew and it was purposeful. I grew in it. And we have to understand that in order for a God to give us these things, we have to check the areas in our life that we need to grow in spiritually and even mentally. Because we can take on something, but we're not mentally or spiritually ready for that. So we have to really do some examination, cross-examination, as doctors say, cross-examination, really examine those things in our life How am I going to study God? How, how do I know what God's word is? In the name of Jesus. So, 
uh, tell your neighbor, this is something we must not forget. He's not looking to destroy us. Okay? He's not looking to destroy us. The scripture says that he does not want anyone to be destroyed. God would not be a good father if the very thing you were looking for, he gave it to you and you wasn't ready for it. Even if it's something you need right now, something tangible. A lot of us need something right now. Right? Truth be told, a lot of us need something from God. But are we ready for it? Yes, he can give you that, whatever it is, but are we ready for it? God knows. He sees, he has a perfect timing to give you that specific thing, whatever, whatever, whether it's healing, whether it's money, whether it's a car, whether it's a husband, wife, whatever it may be. He has a perfect timing set. So let's continue to be in alignment with God's will. God knows. He's saying, I know, I know, daughter, you need this. I know. I know, son, you, you need this. You desire this. But I have a perfect timing. Okay? One thing, and even right now, which brings me to one of my last points, God is looking for us to repent. And the reason, and I, and I, and I had a difficulty with this part. Because I'm like, God, okay, I, I want to make this practical. For the people of God. And but whatever you want to do, Lord. So he said, I need my people of God to repent for doubting. For doubting in my character. Doubting in my ability. Not trusting me in their process of going through this. I need the people of God to repent. Because when we doubt God, it's still considered a sin. We forget that. It's still considered a sin. We're turning against God. So he said, I need my people of God to repent. God is able to trust. Is God able to trust us with what he wants to release to us? This final question I lift up to you all. What if God is not the one in delay? What if the one has been in delay is you? Because you're not in position or you're procrastinating. Another word for delay is procrastinating. <laughs> I, know I, I know I've been one to procrastinate. But God has been calling you all. Everybody has a calling on their life. Everybody. It may not be up here. But everybody has a calling on their life. You have something that you can touch the lives of people with that God has placed strategically in you. I can't reach the same people that Pastor Keenan reached. He can't reach the same people that I reach. God has strategically placed DNA purposely in you for an individual that you got to reach. But are you living are you living in alignment with your will of the Father? So, even as I close, I ask you guys to ask yourself this question. Am I the one delaying? 
God's promises? Am I the cause of it? Bow your heads, ladies and gentlemen. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word that was spoken. We thank you for this moment even right now, God. God, I pray right now, even in this moment, God, this is a, <laughs> this is a moment of intimacy that your people need you right now, Father. They have been seeking out your promises. They have been desiring things, God, but Lord, we want to please you, if anything. We want to make sure that we're in alignment with your will. We want to make sure that we're in alignment with what you have called us to. We want to make sure that we're walking according to the purpose and calling on our lives. So, God, even right now, as the word was spoken, Father God, I pray, Father God, that no hindrance on this word be brought. I rebuke you, enemy, right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, I command this word to go forth and be planted in the hearts of your people, God. God, we thank you. So for everyone that has been procrastinating, God, I thank you, Lord, you're going to release them of that chain. <laughs> no more bondage to that procrastinating spirit. No more delaying in what you have called us to. But we will walk as men and women of God in what you have called us to walk into. So, Lord, I thank you that even right now you're empowering your people, God. You're encouraging them. And you are affirming them in who they are. Now, if you believe that, give God a hand and say hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Were you blessed by the message you just heard? If so, please leave a review so others can glean from the lessons you learned. And if you would like to help us continue ministry, feel free to give at HVCLA.com. We love you, family.